Section 76 of Canada, South America, Central America, Mexico, and the West Indies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World's Story, Volume 11, Canada, South America, Central America, Mexico, and the West Indies. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 76. The Discovery of Brazil, 1500, by Robert Grant Watson. In the year 1499, Vicente Yanez Pinzon of Palos, one of the three brothers who had sailed with Columbus in his first voyage seven years previously, obtained from the King of Castile the necessary permission to embark on an expedition of discovery on the Atlantic. Pinzon, who was accompanied by two nephews, as well as by several sailors who had sailed with Columbus, set out with four caravels from the port of Palos, putting to sea in the beginning of December. After passing the Canary and the Cape Verde Islands, the expedition proceeded to the southwest. Having sailed about three hundred leagues, they crossed the equator and lost sight of the North Star. On crossing the equinoctial line, they encountered a terrible tempest, but the confused mariners looked in vain for a guide whereby to steer. Pinzon pursued his course resolutely to the west, and after sailing for about two hundred and forty leagues farther, being then in the eighth degree of southern latitude, he beheld, on the twentieth of January, a point of land, which he called Consolation, but which is now known as Cape St. Augustine, in the province of Pernambuco. The sea was discolored, and on sounding they found sixteen fathoms of water. Pinzon, as in duty bound, landed with a notary, and took formal possession of the territory for the crown of Castile. The natives whom he saw in the neighborhood declined to have any dealings whatsoever with the strangers. And not liking their appearance, the commander made sail next day, and stood to the northwest, until he came to the mouth of a river, where he again encountered a multitude of naked Indians, with whom his men had a desperate encounter, in which a number of Spaniards were wounded or slain. Discouraged by this reception, the navigator now stood forty leagues to the northwest, being once more near the equinoctial line. Here the water was so sweet that he replenished his casks from it. Astonished at this phenomenon, he stood in for land, and arrived among a number of islands, whose people he found hospitable, and in no way afraid of intercourse with the strangers. By degrees Pinzon realized the fact that these islands lay at the mouth of an immense river, a river so great that its dimensions can scarcely be realized by one accustomed even to the largest of European streams, such as the Danube or the Volga, far less by one whose ideas of an inland stream were formed by the Quadalquivir. The mariner had in fact alighted at the mouth of the mightiest of the mighty streams of the New World, a river which pours into the ocean a greater volume of water than even the Mississippi or the Plata. He had reached the Amazon, a stream which, discovered at its mouth by one Spaniard, was a few years later to be traced throughout the greater part of its course down to the ocean by another Spaniard, the ill-fated Orellana. 
The Amazon at its mouth has a breadth of no less than thirty leagues, the volume of water proceeding through, which penetrates for forty leagues into the sea before losing its sweetness. Whilst laying at the mouth of this river, Pinzon encountered a sudden swelling of the stream, which, meeting the current of the ocean, caused a rise of more than five fathoms, the mountain waves threatening his ships with destruction. Having extricated his vessels with no small difficulty from this danger, Pinzon, finding that there was no object to detain him in this region, showed that he was not less civilized than other Spanish navigators at the time in the matter of requiting hospitality by carrying off thirty-six natives as slaves. Having the polar star once more to guide him, the mariner pursued his course along the coast, passing the mouth of the Orinoco, and entering the Gulf of Peria, where he took in Brazil wood, and from which he emerged by the celebrated Boca del Drago. He subsequently reached Palos about the end of September of the same year, having lost two of his vessels at the Bahamas. Vicente Pinzon has the glory of having been the first European to cross the equinoctial line on the western Atlantic, and of having discovered Brazil. End of section 76